Hey everybody, it's Pastor Brian, and I am so excited to tell you about two new projects we have been working on here at Bridgeway. The first is Pastor Lance and I have recorded a series of conversations around what we call our Bridgeway distinctives. Now our distinctives are not our core doctrines, they are not our primary areas of focus, but rather they are secondary issues that God has laid on our heart as a church leadership team to say, I want you to give a little extra attention to these matters. And in these purposefully unscripted conversations, they will help you understand who we are as a church and what we teach about these important topics. Check out this clip from one of our conversations. Well, hi, everybody. Pastor Brian and Pastor Lance here with another one of our Distinctives Conversations. These conversations are all about kind of areas of focus that we feel like God has given us. Churches have all sorts of different issues that they focus on. No church can focus on everything. But we just have some particular issues outside of kind of our core doctrine and the core of Christianity that God has really laid on our heart that are important to us here at Bridgeway. And we want those of you that attend or are considering attending just to know, hey, what are what are the kind of the, the issues that are really important to us? And Pastor Lance, to start this conversation, I want to tell you a story. Right on. About the first time I came to Bridgeway. So I grew up in this area, became a Christian in high school, then had spent 12 years living in Southern California. And during that time, felt a call to ministry, had gone to seminary, had served at a couple of churches. And then we moved back. And, you know, like like you do in life, I kept in touch with various people over the years. And I would hear from a handful of, you know, folks who were in my same era at the church that I attended in high school. I'd hear about kind of the church scene in Rockland, Roseville, whatever. And I'd hear about this church called Bridgeway. And I thought it was a new church. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of it before. And, oh, yeah, there's this church, Bridgeway, and this, you know, Pastor Lance, and this and that and the other. And I'd heard all about you from, from different people. And I'd even, I think I'd watched online a couple times because I'm like, I'm just curious. Like, okay, what's the... <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even online back then. It was I was watching a video. Right. <laughs> but so we moved back to the area. And... My wife and I are looking for a church. And we had a couple of connections a few different places, but we were living in Roseville and I'd heard a lot about Bridgeway, so I wanted to uh, wanted to check it out. Like maybe this would be a good spot for us. And we walk in, go through the service, worship and the whole thing, and <laughs> you get up and start talking. And this is, you know, years ago, but back then, we had this little like internal social network, right? Yes. Which of course you know all about where we could communicate with one another, have posts and this and that, but it was just for Bridgeway. Yeah, it was like our private Facebook. Right, a little mm-hmm. private Bridgeway Facebook, which is a very mid-2000s reference if there ever was <laughs> one. Awesome. But anyway, you get up there mm-hmm. and you start rebuking the congregation <laughs> at the beginning of your message okay. because on the city, people were like trashing another church in town and you're like, no, we're not going to do this. <laughs> now, the first church I worked at, which was great in a lot of different ways, one of the things that bugged me about it, when it was it was very like just us and like the churches down the street are our competition and everything else. And that always rubbed me the wrong way. So I walk into Bridgeway. You haven't even opened the Bible yet. You start doing this and I'm going, I like this guy. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about regional unity. Yeah. And that is something that has been on your heart for a long time. 
And it really impacts the way we do things. We're big on relationships with other churches. Yes. We're big on speaking positively of other churches. Talk a little bit about why, like, why is that important to you? And why is that more important to kind of us as a church? Yeah, this is, this is one of those um, distinctives out of, out of many of our distinctives that uh, I can look at in a more recent fashion. And when I say recent, I'm talking about decades. But um, when I actually had a transformation in my life to begin to see things very, very differently. Yeah. A lot of things that I've held, I've held since I was very, very young. And um, so I've always had a love for people. I always hated division. I was always a peacemaker. And uh, the idea of competition with other churches always felt uncomfortable for me. However, I will say that when you end up becoming so passionate about your church and so interested in what God has you do, and you're constantly chasing after what is right. And, and once again, I, I, part of my growing up was really about apologetics and trying to get things right. Mm -hmm. So early when I began my pastoral uh, ministry and kind of career, um, I really had this passion to build the right church the right way. Mm -hmm. Those words sound so beautiful <laughs> and it comes from a really good heart. And so if you're one of these right now that you're like, What's wrong with that? Okay, I need you to I come join I want to build me. the wrong church. Yeah, nobody says that. Uh, that you're going to have to join me in my, in my transformation process. Because the minute you start talking about the right church the right way, it means automatically there is the wrong church yep. and the wrong way. And what it does is it creates in your mind, there are some that are closer to what God desires and further from what God desires. And you go, well, isn't that true? Well, hold on, depends on what you're talking about. And I was so obsessed with trying to make Bridgeway right, when I would hear about other churches doing something, I found myself needing to critique them or make a judgment based on their whatever they were about, right? If it was their philosophy or their um, vision statement or whatever, because I was trying to say, is that the most right? And it was about, man, we're gonna go way back, uh, you know, over a decade, close to a decade and a half ago. And I received a call from a local pastor. And I didn't know him too well. And he uh, is such a loving guy. I knew he was from a, a church that was a little bit different than, than Bridgeway. And he came and he said, uh, he said, hey, uh, I just wanna know if we could meet. He's another senior pastor. And I said, well, sure, absolutely. So I met with him and he said, I have two questions for you. And he said, first question, do you have a heart for revival in our region? And I said, no, I don't. <laughs> and he was totally shocked. He goes, you don't have a heart for revival. I said, you asked me, <laughs> don't ask me a question you don't want me to answer to. Is it a good thing? Yeah, but you asked me if I had a passion for it. I'm not currently holding a passion for this. And he goes, okay, like, you know, I was supposed to answer the right way. I didn't answer the right way. He said, all right, I'm gonna ask you another question. Do you have a heart for the next generation to raise up? And I said, no. And he's like, really? And I was like, I don't think this is going well. You're 0 for 2. I'm 0 for 2. And he's like, you don't care like that new people that aren't, there's not a lot of young leaders rising up. And, and I was like, no, because in my mind, I was still going, I'm still trying to catch up. Like, like come on, I, I don't think that way. 
And what I realized as I left that conversation, because he said some words that couldn't, couldn't shake. He said, Lance, I need you to succeed. You are one of the young leaders that I'm looking at that gives me any hope for our region. And if you don't succeed, I'm very afraid for our next generation. He said, I will give you whatever resources I have. I will give you whatever attention you need, but you must succeed. And I was like, it was so odd. I had never heard this from another pastor. Mm -hmm. I had heard kindness from other pastors. I heard invitation to different things, but I never heard I will sacrifice to make your church successful. And all of a sudden, it just happened to be that we were um, in a season of our church where we were trying to look for another property. And he and his wife came out and donated $1,000 to our campaign. Mm, wow. In that process, the Holy Spirit radically changed my perception. We will be releasing one of these conversations each week, and you can find them on the Engaging Culture podcast stream, wherever you get your podcasts. And that leads me to the second announcement, and that is that we are relaunching the Engaging Culture podcast in 2024. Pastor Lance and I recorded four seasons of Engaging Culture up until 2020. We pressed pause at that time, and Pastor Judah and I are picking it up in January of 2024. And in these conversations, we are going to seek to sort through some of the most pressing cultural issues of our time and ask the question, how can we engage these issues with biblical wisdom? So once again, you can find our Distinctives Conversations on the Engaging Culture podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. You'll also find a link in the show notes for this one. And then you can also look at bridgeway.church forward slash Engaging Culture. Be sure to check them out. And we hope that you will listen to new episodes of Engaging Culture coming in January, 2024.